welcome, welcome, welcome to the Subhub Podcast. I'm Danny Moreno. And I'm MK Sullivan. And we are super excited today about our guest. We have Clementine Joffrey um, on the podcast. She is a professional mountain runner for Kip Run. She recently won the Skyrunning Series overall crown, but the big, big result of her year, not that Skyrunning isn't, but <laughs> is that she is also our world champion in the short trail um, at Innsbruck this year. She also won the French National Championship, which got her to the World Championships, and MCC, which is the 42K distance during the UTMB week. Welcome, Clementine. Well, hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, we are so excited to have you. Uh, first off, how is your body feeling post the end of the season, uh, just coming off of the Sky Running World Championship final? Yeah, uh, I'm very tired and uh, totally uh, destroyed. Uh, like my my um, legs are tired and I really need a rest now. But um, at the same time, I'm very happy. And I feel also that mentally it's uh, time to stop because uh, the, seasons, uh, the season was very long, finally. Yeah, you've been like racing since well before the world championships. Your first race of the year was uh, the Trail de la Cité de Pieres, which mm -hmm. is a 31K. Um, and that was in March. And you just finished your season with the Skyrunning Masters. So that is quite a season. Yes, uh, Trail de la Cité de Pierre, it was a French uh, championship. Oh, and yes. So okay. We started with uh, this and yes, it was <laughs> quite long. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I did notice that you run cross country though as well. Like yes, I also uh, run before. <laughs> yeah, uh, I ran cross country, but I stopped uh, like at um, uh, re regional uh, level because then I wanted to prepare uh, try running, since a uh, French championship was very early in the season. Yeah, that was something very interesting about this year with the World Championships because they finished in Thailand um, the previous year. And then because that was delayed multiple years, then all of a sudden it was again in June and all of the countries seemed to be scrambling for how are we going to pick our team? What races are going to help select it? So I feel that a lot of people maybe started their seasons earlier this year uh, because yeah. of that. Yeah, Yeah, I think also um for us uh, the people who were very performant at the uh, world championship in thailand were automatically uh, selectioned for um, uh, innsbruck but uh, i was in thailand but for uh, mountain running and so i had to to take my selection for uh, try running if i wanted it <laughs> yeah, yeah in the us our our first qualifier for worlds was like february of this year so Hi. february and march is so early yeah <laughs> yeah and just a reminder for our listeners when she says mountain running versus trail running that might be a little bit confusing but in thailand she did the shorter distance uh the mountain classic i'm guessing um where short trail uh, as confusing as that sounds because it's still a five almost a five-hour race um was the race that she then had to earn a spot for that's um that's really cool so if somebody did well in thailand uh on the team could that is that just the first person on the french team or could it be multiple people mm, it was uh three uh first of the team uh, if the team was a, a world champion Oh, I see. Which okay. The, the women's team was for short trail, right? Uh, no, for long, yes. Long trail. Yeah. Okay. So and they short, automatically made it. Mm. Okay. Thank yeah. And cool. so it uh, for short uh, trail, it was uh, the only one with uh, all the places uh, available. We had to qualify. Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. It's cool to hear how each country kind of picks their team because um, in the U.S. <laughs> you only get to be on the next team if you're the world champion not even if you're you know say you're second or third then you have to requalify which I don't necessarily agree with because obviously that's a 
great performance. Um, so to hear that, yeah, if the team wins, then yeah, why wouldn't you want the same team? That seems like a, a no brainer mm-hmm. for them. Especially, to- especially that close together, like with a, with an October and June. June. Yeah. Maybe with the two year gap, it could, it's a little different, but when it's that close, that definitely makes sense to bring back the, the gold medal team. Yeah, I think it's for that uh, that reason that they choose to do like that. Yes. Yeah. Um. Well, we definitely want to dive more into your results, but honestly, I don't know much about you. I doubt any of our listeners know much about you. Um. So we'd love to dive in a little bit into how you got to where you are today. Um. How long have you been in the sport? Um, so when I was uh, eight years old, I and uh, until twenty two years old, I mainly did uh, kayak, ka- kayak uh, of uh, slalom. So um, I did this sport, but um, I also loved uh, running, uh, cross country skiing, and uh, biking also. So I think um, I ha- I already had a good. Uh, physical condition for sure and then uh, at 22 I I really I stopped canoe kayak and uh, I wanted to to try running more and I did uh, some competitions it was like I had the good results and so this was a, a nice uh, 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 how do you say uh, <laughs> virtual cycle Circle okay. to to continue in that uh, in that um, uh, yes in that uh, direction, and I had the chance to be in a team for young people. Uh, it's a team Buff Oka Lesesi. It's a French team. Uh, we only with the young uh, runners. And so uh, at this moment, I had uh, for the first time a coach uh, specifically in uh, athletism. And this helps me to to progress also because uh, then my training was more structured. uh, And um, then uh, little by little, I progressed. And I had my first uh, uh, national selection for uh, mountain running in 2018. And so then uh, I I con- I continue and started to to do a little bit longer, but uh, for the moment I didn't do longer than uh, uh, in Innsbruck. So yes. <laughs> okay, I have a couple of questions. The first one being kayak slalom. <laughs> so are you like going down rapids and trying to avoid um, yeah. obstacles? Yeah, that's it. And you have uh, some uh, doors. We are, we are, yes, in French. Uh, in, yeah. Yes. And uh, you have to pass them uh, uh, and to not to touch them, not to leave them. You have to take everyone and finish uh, faster as you can. Talking to trail runners is the weirdest thing in the world. We, we are finding some just like random sport backgrounds where like, <laughs> I feel like when you talk to road runners, everybody's like, yeah, I've run track since I was 10 years old. <laughs> you're over here, like you're over here doing kayak slalom. We've got Antonio doing parkour before he was like <laughs> a runner. I love this so much. Yeah. And and it's an Olympic event too, I believe. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, slalom. Yes. I all, all also did a decent kayak, but this isn't the Olympic. It's uh, just a descending the river uh, faster as you can the fast as you can yes did you ever do the where you go off waterfalls uh, no never uh, maybe you know Noria Newman uh, uh, no <laughs> she's a she's a famous um, uh, French uh, kayaker that does a kind of uh, big big rivers and but this I didn't do no yeah well That's so, so cool. how do you how do you get into that? Is that like a thing that's very common where you're from? Um, doing canoe, kayak? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, there are many paddlers uh, in uh, in France, but uh, uh, the other trail runners, uh, I don't know many trail runners that uh, d- did kayak before. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, to me, it's kind of similar maybe to downhill skiing, uh, especially when you're going downriver in the sense that um, it takes a lot of coordination, like eye coordination and depth okay. perception uh, and focus uh, and kind of multitasking, right? Like you're trying to navigate hitting the different poles and or not hitting the poles and stuff like that. So, I mean, it makes sense why um, I haven't seen it in person, but I've heard it and seen on video how much you're a tremendous downhill runner. And so mm -hmm. to me, that kind of makes sense that you're used to moving really fast and having to to dodge and think about things. Do you think that carries over? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I'm sure it uh, help, helps me in this uh, technique, technique in descent. Yes, for sure. That's so cool. And so my other question was going to be about the, uh, the team that you were on the youth team. Um, is that like, what ages was that for? And was it specific to trail running? Uh, yes, it was a specific trail running and it was, uh, like, uh, until 25, 26 years old. Then when you, you are 26, uh, you, you go out <laughs> because it's only for younger runners. Yes. Trail runners. And is it for like, is, does the French team do this or is it uh, like a private sponsored uh, team? Uh, uh, it's private sponsor. Yes. Uh, yes. It's uh, first, it's a journalist, uh, Fred, Fred Busso that uh, build uh, this, uh, this uh, team. And so, yes, uh, he was a team manager, but we, it's, we we were just uh, young and happy to to run and have a coach uh, so that was a uh, very uh, cool yeah that is really cool um we definitely don't have any i guess we have people getting into the sport at younger and younger ages but no organized team aside maybe we have a, a, the trail team but they're not training together um and so this man, you said Fred Russo, yeah. what was his name? How long did he coach you once you left that team? Uh, uh, Fred uh, didn't coach. He was a manager, but uh, my coach was uh, Julien Rancon. And uh, yes, he, he, continues, he continued to coach me uh, la like uh, one or two years after. And then uh, I changed, uh, I changed uh, but this year. This year I have a, a new coach, yes. And is this uh, like a coach that you knew through other athletes or how did you find your new coach? Uh, the new coach is a coach of uh, my uh, actual uh, team. So, oh, uh, gotcha. Of Kip Run. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. Okay. I saw a photo of him, I think, on, yeah. on the website with all of you guys. That's cool. So does he coach everyone on the team? Uh, no, because it's uh, if we want if we want, he coaches, and if we don't want, uh, so I I asked him because uh, I I wanted to change. I, I think it's uh, it's important to to renew the the way to train. So I asked him uh, in like in Thailand when I was in Thailand, and we started uh, officially in uh, January. Okay, cool. That's really cool that the sponsor like offers coaching yeah. uh, possibility because that's definitely not a thing I would say in pretty much all other sponsorship agreements yeah that's really cool they're really trying to capitalize on that true team environment you all working together um yeah. so with him coaching you what does your what does your training look like are you mostly training by yourself or do you run with other girls that are on the team um, I train by myself because uh, we are all in other regions uh, in the team, but uh, we gather like uh, four times per year, per year to, to for stage uh, to train and for competitions. But uh, yes, I mainly uh, train alone. Uh, finally, <laughs> and um, where where do you live and train? Um, I live in Grenoble. So it's very nice to train because uh, Grenoble is uh, a town uh, surrounding by many mountains. And like uh, I, when I go in the garden, uh, I have uh, uh, like uh, lots of uh, ascent 
directly uh, near my home. That's always so nice. Both Danny and I live in mountain towns where we can pretty much run vert from our house. So we we can relate with the the convenience of that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, and do you, do you work outside of running? Um, so yes, um, I'm a PE teacher. But uh, this year, I will not, uh, I, I don't, um, I don't work because uh, it's a little bit complicated. Like last year, I was uh, a DTH, I don't know how to say, but uh, I, I wasn't clearly PE teacher, but I, uh, I was organizing competitions for the universities in Grenoble. And um, I, I, I didn't want to continue this job because I I couldn't uh, run as much as I wanted because you need to be really present at the at the um, at the university. Yeah. So uh, I asked if I could uh, be PE teacher again, and they told me uh, not for <laughs> this year because it's too late to ask. But uh, so I will ask for next year if it's possible to find a. A place to be PE teacher because when you are PE teacher you don't have um, many uh, hours to to teach it's um, easier and yeah you're, you said you're a PE teacher for the university um, um no <laughs> uh, for um, how do you say uh, uh, college and uh, like yeah. P, uh, young young uh, young children but uh I was like, uh, how, when I organized competition for the university, it was a, a, a condition like uh, I'm a PE teacher, but I can uh, work at university only for this job. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. That's cool. And usually for us, I don't know college so much, but you know, grade school all the way up until university, mm -hmm. uh, PE teachers will also i would say 90 percent of the time are also teachers and so they'll teach all day and then sometimes they'll switch at least where i grew up and then there's uh some schools where you know the teacher is just pe teacher and they're doing that all day um mm. so yeah that's super interesting that's kind of nice though because then yeah if you're able to just do those classes then the day is much shorter and you have more yeah. time to train yeah when you do classes you have uh, 20 hours per week so gotcha. yeah, that's great. It's, uh, it's great. Yes. Um, with your coaching change this year. Um, so, I mean, it's safe to say that you had an incredible year, probably one of the best years of any sub ultra runner, uh, for 2023. Do you think that a lot of these results had to do with the coaching change or what other components kind of, you mm -hmm. know, gave you a glimpse into yeah. that this year might be extra special? Yeah, uh, many components because uh, so uh, I live in Grenoble only since uh, September 2022. So uh, this change uh, this year. Uh, so the coach um, also, um, how do you say, uh, uh, in my uh, love life, how do you, I don't know, but uh, yeah. the, there was some changing also. So many components uh, made me also, yeah, uh, um, progress for for sure. Yes, and I think the environment uh, helps helped a lot because uh, when I do some footing, some uh, yes, uh, slow slow training, I, I immediately uh, have lots of uh, ascent, whereas uh, before, no. So I think this change is uh, really important. Yeah. So prior to that, did you live somewhere that was more flat? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So when you say that you had a change in your love life, was this a positive change? Yes, separate and then finding someone else, but uh, yes. That was uh, complicated, and also it enables me to breathe maybe again. Yeah, yeah, that's so um, overlooked. I think a lot of times is our relationships with 
family, friends, but also romantic partners and mm-hmm. how important it is that you it's it's a good one for you, whatever that looks like and how much that affects uh, training and such like that. Uh, personally in college, I was in a terrible relationship. Uh, and now I see like how much that was a detriment to my, to my, uh, running. And it, it's crazy how much <laughs> it, I mean, it's just insane how much it affects, you know, just your, your day to day and that, how that kind of compounds upon each other over time. Yeah. <laughs> And so we talked a little, we touched on this a little bit earlier, but you, so you, you do cross country or you did cross country this year. Do you do that every year as like a kind of like a speed block into the trail season or do you just do it for fun? Uh, yes, I do it uh, every year. Uh, I think it's important for me um, to have a speed, this a speed block in the uh, start of the season. And also, um, since uh, the season is very long, when you if you if I started uh, directly with a long run, uh, etc., I think at the end I would be totally uh, uh, yes. I did I didn't want I don't want to do this all the year, so yeah. I like a, a variety, and this is a good uh, mean to to change. Uh, and during the season, uh, you don't uh, get boring of, of what you do. Yeah is um i totally agree with that the the cross country in europe looks so cool like are those races very accessible for all ages and are there a lot of them because in the us i've struggled to find races that you know just anyone can sign up for yeah ah uh we have the national uh, national races like if you want to do a french uh, championship uh, cross country you have to do a uh, uh, departmental, regional, interregional, and then uh, French championship. So yes, it's uh, you follow the the levels, and uh, that's uh, the season of cross. <laughs> yeah, because watching you and Blondine and Francesco Pupi like run cross country this year, I was like so jealous because there's <laughs> two open events in the U.S. every year, and they're like in December when we're all really tired and don't want to race anymore. Mm. And I was like, man, I need to move to France just to run like cross country. <laughs> yes, uh, it's very cool. I, I love this per- period uh, when you you fight and it's since it isn't your sport, fun, I do try running first. So you fight, but uh, it's just a, a nice train training for us. And I really love it. Yes. That's so cool. Yeah, that's really cool. We're really jealous that <laughs> you have those options. Come in um, yeah, come to France, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's easy. We'll do that. <laughs> um, okay, so cross-country, you do cross-country, um, and then you do the French National Championship to, to qualify for the World Champs race. And just to touch upon that race, were you going in expecting to, to win that race? No, not at all. Um, my my last season wasn't uh, very nice in 2021. And like uh, in the French championship, I finished uh, uh, four and I thought I did a good race. So I didn't expect uh, winning at all. Just I knew I was in good shape. But um, the race was very strange because it started um, in decent and very, very fast. And I was uh, afraid about this start because um, uh, there will be a single track very early in the race. And so I wanted to be uh, good in good place at this uh, entering of the single to not to be stopped. And uh, so I started very fast and then I was first and I told me, okay, you are first, you you will see, you will see, you will see. And I was watching my uh, watch, looking at my watch and, and like it was one hour of race. I told me, okay, you are first for one hour, but uh, let's see, uh, you, you just try to, to maintain uh, this rate and you will see. So I was very, very happy and moreover that I didn't expect it. And but at the end it was like a, 
no more kilometers uh, at this moment i didn't uh, drink enough i didn't uh, eat enough during the race and so i felt that i at the end uh, it was a uh, the limit for me uh, on this day and so you come out of the french championships you've won you didn't expect to win and you're headed toward towards world champs at this point how is your confidence coming off of the french championships going into worlds um for your first short trail ever yeah um the world was world was a uh, totally different for me because uh, the track uh, the course was longer very very longer like a french championship it was two hours and 20 minutes maybe and the world championship was uh, double uh, more than the double so I, for me, it was so different that I told me, okay, now I'm very motivating to to train for this challenge, which is very different from what I did in March uh, on French Championship. So I was just very motivated and I wanted to do my best for sure, but I didn't expect, for example, to, to win because first I didn't think uh, I didn't know my international level like the last time I did the world championship it was in uh, 2019 uh, in uh, Portugal and I finished uh, 11 so I told me uh, just uh, do your race and you will see yeah I was at that championship too and that one early on bottlenecked uh in Portugal, I don't know if you remember that it was like the bridge, and I was so confused in the moment. I was like, "What is going on here?" <laughs> um, and so for Innsbruck, was the plan then similar to get out super hard uh, before it closed up on the single track? Mm. Yes, it was quite the same, um, but uh, we we have the the place to to pass if we wanted. Uh, just yes, the first descent it was like. Uh, yes uh, complicated to to pass people but i i managed to do it so i wasn't like stopped comparing to uh, portugal where after like <laughs> i don't know uh, five minutes of, of race we we were stopped at the bridge and i did a little track like i didn't understand why why uh, the the course was <laughs> designed like that so you said um, at the end of the French championships, you felt like you had reached your limit because you hadn't eaten or, or drank enough. So did you nail that down? Did you practice that a lot in the lead up to the world championships, knowing that it was going to be such a longer race? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I did uh, some long run where, where I, I, I had some water with uh, energetic uh, um, inside and also uh, gels. And yes, I really uh, train on that uh, that part of the race. And I, I think it's uh, very, very important. And even with that, uh, in during the World Championship, I wasn't uh, the best example because uh, like in the last ascent, I, was, I couldn't take any gels. I was uh, disgusting. And uh, I was waiting for the last last uh, station where there was a um, apple uh, compote. Uh, I don't know what they are compote, and uh, this was a very nice, uh, uh, yes, where uh, apple uh, apple in liquid apple, yeah, applesauce maybe. Yes, applesauce exactly, and. Yeah. Uh, Yes, uh, it's always a little bit complicated uh, to to drink enough, to um, eat enough, but um, it's a game. I don't, I don't know how you made it up that last hill without eating because I think I had like three or four gels on that final hill. I was like ah. slamming food to try to like uh, yeah. ask people. <laughs> uh, me during the race, all the race, I ate maybe... Well, I think five gels maximum, oh not no more. But uh, I, I don't. It's a mistake, but I don't uh, manage. But did you have um, mix in your water? Uh, yes, yes, water only with mix. 
uh, excepted when we take uh, water ulcers at the station, uh, there it was uh, only water. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that should, that makes sense then. Like, those usually have plenty of calories in it too, which helps. Yeah, um, I'm curious because it, at least watching MK was in the race, um, but trying to follow along myself, it seemed almost immediately you and Judith, you know, kind of had a, a race in the front going on. And so I'm curious if one, you've raced Judith before and are aware of her strengths and two, when did you decide was the best time to pass her or was it that, you know, something else was going on? Mm. Um, I knew Judith uh, and I knew she was strong, but uh, like at the start of the race, I didn't know exactly who will uh, be in front or, you know, I didn't have this idea of uh, of people and so I saw her at the beginning going very fast and then I didn't see her anymore but um, I was in my right and I wanted just to to be focused on me and it was a surprise when uh, I arrived at uh, 10 kilometers and they told me uh, you are two you are two because uh, I thought I was like uh, five, six, uh, I, uh, yeah, I didn't uh, expect that. And in the second big ascent, uh, there is another girl that passed me. Um, I didn't remember, but she was, uh, um, ah, I don't know her name. She, she was uh, on the vertical race also. <laughs> the, is, she, is she a Swiss woman? Yes, maybe. Uh, it might have been Therese Leboeuf, because she ended up in no, 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 it isn't Teresa Leboeuf because, uh, no, uh, then I think it's a German. Oh, uh, Laura, Laura Hottenroth. Hottenroth. Yes, that's yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was Laura, she passed me, and so I told me, uh, okay, uh, continue and we'll see, <laughs> continue, go on. And then at the end of the ascent, uh, I passed her again. And then I didn't see her anymore because there was a, a quite big descent. And then, yes, for the last ascent, um i was seeing uh, like at the middle of the last ascent i saw judith and people were telling me you go 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 you will catch you will catch and so i did my best i saw that i was running and she was uh, more uh, um uh, walking but uh, then i passed her after the station uh, there was still a little bit ascent and just at the end of this ascent, I passed her. I didn't uh, mind anything. I just, uh, I, I was behind her and I thought I could uh, pass, so I passed her. And then I told me, uh, just don't look back and go, go, go. In I was waiting for the last descent and uh, I just wanted to go as fast as I can. Yeah, so just as a reminder for uh, our listeners, the final descent at Worlds was, I'm looking at the segment right now, 2.81 miles, 3,600 feet of loss. And Clementine on the day, uh, both men's race and women's race went down this hill and she was the sixth fastest time on the day, men or women. <laughs> so you got reckless on that downhill. That is so cool. <laughs> Yes, uh, it was really, I don't uh, remember very well, but just I was only focused on uh, <laughs> on the ar arrival. Like uh, I saw it, it was very steep and we saw the valley and I just wanted to go in the valley. And, yeah. and, and I loved this uh, um, kind of, uh, of a single track. It was very pl playful and I loved it, yes. That's, that's the amazing. that's definitely the most fun I've ever had on a downhill before, and I don't really enjoy downhills like that very much. But it was I like the word playful. It was yeah. very playful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, sixth overall. That's the first time I've looked at that. I I was like, I got to pull that up before we finish this conversation. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's uh because uh it, the race was like quite long comparing to trial short very short uh, trial run runs and the uh, boys also were very tired everybody was very tired at this moment and i think uh, it was the the ability to 
to be endurant in this uh, in this effort also in the decent effort and yeah i think at this moment of the race we are not equal but more uh, competitive uh, with yeah. the men also so we've talked about anders on this um podcast before and how he's like one of the better downhillers in the world and so he ran this downhill in 19 minutes and 48 seconds and you ran it in 21 minutes and eight seconds <laughs> That's so impressive. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, MK, I feel like you can feel it more in your bones than I can since you yeah. also ran that downhill. <laughs> it, it took me 24 minutes and I was 66th overall on this segment. <laughs> That's including well. men, including men. Yes, That's, including okay. men. That's good. For, for women, I was much higher, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, And so you end up winning, right? You cross the line and kind of does that hit you immediately or does it take you know a day or two or maybe it's when you're standing and hearing your national anthem getting played mm, yes uh i i needed time to realize because uh, you pass the line yes you are very happy but then uh, everything is so fast uh, you go uh, to pee <laughs> uh, then the podiums even the podiums i was very happy but it's really after when you see like uh, uh, reactions uh, on the networks uh, all that things when you come back in France uh, yeah it takes time to realize and um, yeah I did really uh, didn't uh, expect that so yes it's uh, too much maybe on uh, <laughs> in one time <laughs> yeah no, definitely um, and so at this point do you have the rest of the year planned already uh for what you were going to do afterwards or were you just kind of taking it week by week mm, then i i had the idea to do sky running um at this moment because i already did uh, one sky race uh, la sky race des matesans in uh, may so i knew that if i do uh, two others and the final it could be nice to yes to run all the circuit so after that, uh, I yes, I registered on uh, Schlegeis, which was uh, also in uh, in Austria, and um, I wanted also to race uh, Matteron, but uh, when people told me that Matteron will be more um, technical than Schlegeis, and Schlegeis was already very technical, I found it. I like when it's technical, but this was uh, my limit, <laughs> I, I think. And when they told me, yes, Matteron is uh, diff more difficult, I decided to do rather a new TMB race, but I couldn't do the OCC because of uh, Running Stone. So uh, they, they accepted me on MCC. So I was like happy. And then uh, to finish the circuit uh, sky running, I went uh, to Gorbea. Uh, for the the third race, yes. Yeah. So you run, you won uh, Mathazines and Gorbea. So how did you, how did you pick which sky running races you wanted to do? Because there's honestly so many of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the calendar, like uh, Mathazines were le, was a, a preparation race for the World Championship. So it was, a, and it was a, just. A, near Grenoble, so uh, very close to my home. Yeah. So it was very practical. Uh, then Schlegeis, it was mm, good in the calendar. Well, I had to choose because between uh, Schlegeis and Dolomites, if I wanted to run Dolomites. I didn't want to do the, the both, both. And so I told me, uh, since I already did one sky race, I continue. So I choose the uh, Schlegeis. And the last one, uh, it was the last one I could do. Like, uh, it's always a uh, yeah, calendar. And I watched and I told me, okay, go to Gorbea. And um, my boyfriend was uh, on Skyrun, which is uh, very close to Gorbea. So and on the same weekend. So we went together and it was uh, nice. Yeah. How, so I'm curious because uh, it looks like you did a, tra a race called Trail du Tour des Fils. Yes. There's that one. Uh, is that an uphill race or something? Uh, it looks yes, very short. Uh, 
Uh, yes, this one I was with uh, my team because uh, Kipron uh, is a partner of this race. So they asked uh, us to do one race in the weekend. So I did this, but like uh, I took the start and then uh, I did a, a train in the in the in the race i wasn't in race mode and so i did some ascent descent ascent descent and it was very fun and then uh, i finished the, the race but uh, this was a, a, tra a training uh, yes yeah that's cool how um and then at schlegish sorry if i'm messing that up uh you ended up getting second to karina who we also recently had on the podcast and I'm just curious because sometimes when people have, you know, a really big result, um, the, the mental, there can be a mental shift in like, oh, I can only win now. You know, if I, if I do anything less than a win or, or they put a lot of pressure on themselves. And I'm just curious what your mindset kind of was going into the rest of the year and how you, you manage that because, I mean, you got second there, but that still is an incredible result um, considering like how technical it was. And then, yeah. Mm, um, I was, yes, I had more pressure, but uh, it's only uh, my my fault. Uh, I was, I think, more stressed and I, I wanted to have a, a fast uh, start and to be uh, a little bit alone in the race then. Uh, but... Uh, it didn't happen like that. I had a fast uh, start. But then, yes, Carrie was very strong uh, um, everywhere because uh, she um, the, she passed me in the in the ascent, like after maybe one hour and a half of a race. And then I couldn't just follow her. She was very, very fast. And even in the descent, because I told me, okay, maybe I will be better in descent, but uh, no, not that day and not in that kind of race. And so I I go on and yes, I, I was very happy because uh, that's um, keep out a little bit uh, the pressure. Like uh, I was very happy to finish to finish second, and uh, I I saw also the reactions of people, and they just were happy for me. And so I told me, okay, you are not uh, you will not win every time. It's normal, and um, and so yes, uh, it was a very good experience, and I was happy uh, after the um, the mondial to to have another race with uh, lots of um, concurrence, but just doing my race and uh, be happy of the results. Yeah, yeah I, I like that. I like that you saw that other people were happy for you and you're mm -hmm. like, oh, right, this is the pressure that I put on myself. Like these people still think I'm really awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I think people don't care if you you can win, you can lose. The, so many informations everywhere on the networks. People that just uh, watch and congratulate if you do good things and yeah, so comfort you if it's more difficult and that's all. Yeah, my husband always likes to remind me that it doesn't really matter. It's just running. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. So tell us a little bit about the final because um, I've never run in the in the Sky Masters or, or Sky Running series, but it's so interesting to me that uh, like people who haven't run the rest of the season show mm -hmm. up to race in the final because it's just like different that way. So yeah, just tell us about the final and like racing people that you hadn't raced all year and um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, for the final, um... So yes, you have people that uh, that had already done uh, three races, and so they they play in the Sky Master. But you have also other like uh, Sarah. She was a uh, very very strong, and so at the start I was a. Uh, it isn't a good thing because I was too much focused on uh, Iris and uh, my result at, at my result and not my feelings. And the race uh, started fast. And in the first ascent, 
I I wasn't uh, very I wasn't well at all. I was too hot and I didn't manage to to run. I was like uh, no not in good shape. I I think it's uh, mental more than physical. Physical I felt good, but mentally it was so hard. I I can't explain. I think yes I was stressed and it's the end of the season and maybe I didn't want to to race again uh, so hardly <laughs> and uh, so in my, my head when I arrived at the top of the first ascent I was like I was 10 and in my head it was like uh, try to stay in the top 10 but really I, I thought Iris was very very far away and so I, I took my right at this moment and uh, after uh, yes two hours I find other girls again because I was alone <laughs> and uh, so there was Hilary, Kali I passed her them and just after I saw again Iris so I passed her also and I saw also Carrie then but Carrie in the descent uh, she put an acceleration <laughs> and uh, I couldn't follow her and at the end it was so hard for me because uh, I didn't um, uh, drink enough at all and I yes uh, hydration was very very bad and so at the end I don't know how I did to cross the finish line really uh, it, it was uh, I, I don't know how to explain, but it was in so bad shape. Like my legs, they were running, but it was, I, I saw uh, there was uh, the third girl in front of me, Olivia, but just uh, I knew that I will never pass her because I didn't have the, the legs for that. And I just wanted to cross the line and it will be a, a victory for me because my... Yes, my body was totally finished. <laughs> yeah, I feel that we all have had those those days where it's uh, it could be so frustrating in the moment because there's nothing wrong with the body. Mm. It's healthy. Um, but yeah, mm. different factors like nutrition, uh, time of season, right? Where we've raced the whole year and the body's yeah. like, eh, not today, maybe tomorrow, but not, <laughs> not today. <laughs> That's exactly that. <laughs> Um, we had touched on it a little bit last episode, um, that you and Iris were tied going into the final. So like showing up on that day and just mentally not feeling it probably did not feel good at all, because I imagine that you guys were ready to race like tooth and claw for that championship. Mm. Yes. Yes. It was, um, yeah, very tired. And, um, so, I'm happy to 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 have finished this uh, all the races, but uh, yeah, it's really time to to get uh, the season. <laughs> yeah. Um, last question about the Sky Running Championships. Uh, what did you think of the course? Uh, me and MP are still learning about the series, and it looked it looked beautiful. Uh, so what, yeah, what did you think of it? Of all the courses, or, or yes. just uh, the final? Uh, ah, the final oh it was yeah it was wonderful really beautiful limon is a so nice uh, little town and then when you climb uh, you see all the lake no really it's a very nice uh, course very difficult i found it because it was hot because it was uh, the descent the last descent was uh, very long and uh, hard for for the muscles but uh, beautiful uh, course i recommend <laughs> Was it was it shorter than most of the other sky races that you do? Like um, yes, it was shorter because uh, all the other ones were at least uh, twenty nine, I think. So a little bit shorter, but uh, many ascent and descent. Okay, but, yeah, awesome. Well, congrats again on winning the Sky Running World Series champion. You are now the reigning champion. And uh, she also picked up a 20,000 euro check, which is, yeah. I'm sure, nice <laughs> at the end of yeah. the season to get that money. And uh, something that MK and I had touched upon was how I think that's the biggest price purse for any series right now is 20,000 euros. Um, so that's huge. So yeah, congrats. 
Uh, thank you. Yeah, of course, I'm very happy, and it was important to to finish uh, finish well the, this race uh, to be able because Carrie was uh, very strong, and it was uh, really uh, sh short to to win. So, yeah, uh, I'm happy not to have uh, failed uh, my. Uh, my my position during the, the the end of the race of the races yeah, yeah it always gets super exciting in the finals it happens similarly in golden trail where the points they start to get really close because of the extra points that you get in that last race yes but she uh, i saw equality between the two first yeah, yeah and there the tiebreaker was just that sophia had won more races throughout the regular season ah okay yeah so always, always exciting uh, in the final races there. But um, you are done for the season now, yes? Yeah, yes. No more. At the beginning, I, I had to do another race to qualify for OCC. But uh, they allowed uh, to make another race in 2024 to qualify. So, yeah, uh, that's that, it would have... I do not think you would have had a lot of fun trying to qualify for OCC after um, the way that you just talked about how you felt at Sky Masters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so are you just taking a break right now? Yes. Yeah, yes. Uh, I stopped uh, running at least uh, two weeks and then uh, I will start uh, progress progressively uh, with also mountain bike running a little bit and then um, I will prepare the cross-country uh, season yes nice yeah that's cool so do you do anything else during your break uh, sometimes athletes will cycle or you know go out and do other stuff Mm. Uh, I cycle all the year. I love uh, cycling, uh, even for training. Uh, so no, during the break, but I will do a little bit kayak, um, maybe swimming also a little bit, uh, and then just walking. I'm happy just to walk sometimes because when you run, you don't watch the landscape, etc. So I will walk. I think some little walks, but uh, that's nice, and uh, I will uh, also going to go to the cinema or bullying uh, things like that also. I love that <laughs> I think it, uh I don't know about how Danny feels about this but I have learned so much about just like rest and recovery from the people that we interview on here I don't know if it's just like a U.S. thing or what but I'm so bad at taking time off and then I hear like like you're like oh two weeks of nothing and I'm like oh, I need to do that <laughs> it helps a lot and just yeah. like your mental, I'm sure the body with the body, I mean, you train it all year to recover, right? So, you know, maybe, maybe physiologically your body would be ready to start training again this weekend, you know, or a week after, but it's more like the mental mind. I think that you have to rest because like you said in this last race, it was just, you're like, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I need to, to cut with the, the environment of uh, competition of all that things and not only two weeks mentally i think it will be like uh, i know that i have uh, one two months two months is uh, uh, cool no competitions no stress on my body uh, i stress for the training but competition is different so yeah yeah it's very comfortable Competition definitely adds like an emotional layer that you don't get like when you're just kind of easy training. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And yeah, last note on this recovery. I'm, I think I have maybe one or two more days. I've taken some time off from running as well the past few weeks and I couldn't agree more with walking. I just have been walking and I'm like, why don't I just walk? Why do I run? <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is really nice to just stroll, but now I'm starting to crave running again. <laughs> Um, so that's really funny. Uh, okay. Well, this year, this year was incredible. Um, me and MK are going to be doing a, an end of year recap and you will, your name will definitely be included on there more than once as some highlights. Um, but we're curious if, you know, it's okay if you're on your break and you're not, but have you thought about, you know, next year, if you'll go back to sky running, uh, or if OCC will become a big goal, et cetera. Uh, yeah, uh, next year, for sure, I would like to have uh, two um, main goals. It will be um, 
the Europe Trial uh, Championship. So it's in France, it's in uh, Annecy, and it will be longer, like uh, 64 kilometers. But I, I really want to try because um, I'm sure I can be nice on this distance and and I want to see if it's uh, possible. Uh, so Europe and then uh, OCC. So two main goals. And I don't know about the sky running because we must uh, do five races next year. So oh. it's uh, a lot. I, I know that I will have one race to qualify for OCC. Um, so the Europe, also the French Championship. So I think it will be complicated to to do everything. I also wanted to to try maybe one or two or three uh, Golden Tri Series, but I will see if it's possible uh, with the calendar. So I don't I don't know uh, at this moment. It's curious that Sky Running is also adding like changing their qualifying from three to five, because we've heard rumors that Golden Trail is also going to be upping their qualifying standards. Ah. I just don't get that. Ah, I'm just, okay. Just I didn't know for athletes. the Golden Trail. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, we, don't, we don't know for sure, but like. Just, mm. yeah, just kind of like rumblings. I'm sure they'll come out with it soon. Yeah, I'm curious if it's, I mean, it's just them fighting for the athletes to stay in their series, but. I think That's it's such a bummer overall yeah. because you have athletes like that are like, well, I wanted to do both and I can't. So maybe I just do something else. Mm, yeah. Yes. That's it. They will lose some athletes if they do. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. So is, uh, are the European championships, will that count as a selection race for 2025 worlds or will you have to do another French championship? Mm, I don't know. Mm, I would say, if I am Europe uh, champion, maybe it's okay, but I don't know. Really, uh, it's uh, they will decide. But um, do you get? Will you get an automatic bid for being a national champion? Uh, uh, yes, when you're a national champion, you you have your ticket for the. Okay, so you're already yeah. in for 2025 then. Oh no, she yeah. means for oh, oh yes. Yeah. Uh, so if but 2025, yes, if you are a uh, French championship in 2025, you will do uh, the world championship. Okay, so she'll have to re-qualify. But yeah, that is really cool that you guys have the European championships because that race is always so competitive. And I wish we had some version of that. I just don't know what it would look like. Um, I guess NACAC, NACAC kind of. but just not that competitive, it seems. I mean, there's also only three yeah. countries, so that show yeah. up yeah yeah I wish I could just jump in the European championship yeah. <laughs> and be unattached or something um because those races always look so cool and then <laughs> yeah I mean me and I'm carrying the same boat just you know waiting for series calendars to come out because you can't do 20 races in a year right mm. and expect your body to come out okay um so you kind of have to like <laughs> pick yeah. your shoes um Kind of a last follow-up question is, have you decided on what your OCC qualifier is going to be? Yes, it will be a Chanty Trail. <laughs> oh, it's cool. in March. China or? Uh, no, Chanty, it's uh, in Italy. Oh, Italy. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I didn't find there isn't a lot of competitions and I choose this one because it was a like uh, 45 kilometers and 1,500 uh, ascent. So it's a good uh, ratio to start the season. <laughs> yeah, that's not too bad. No, yeah. Um, so final thing that we wanted to ask you about before we wrapped up um, was we just wanted to know a little bit more about Kip Run because um, we know that you've been on like the Evedict Kip Run team for a while, but this year you were telling us offline that, um, it's just Kip run now. Um, but we're just, we don't know much about the brand cause it's not like a common brand in America. So what brought you to Kip run? Um, and what's so special about it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so Kip run, uh, Evadict was, uh, the ancestral of <laughs> Kip run, but yes, now it's Kip run and, uh, they do everything like, uh, shoes, uh, uh, all the, the classes and um, 
I really like uh, their shoes. Uh, first, that's what uh, was uh, interesting me uh, in that brand. And uh, what I love also is that we have uh, a nice uh, team. We are 10, uh, uh, 11 French uh, girls. And this is very nice. Like uh, we, we don't train together, but uh, we follow uh, each other by message, messenger. And that's very um, a part of simply a brand. It's uh, like you feel like a little family. Really, uh, it's a it's a motive a source of motivation for me to be in that brand also. And um, I also enjoy the bags. The, they do some very nice bags. And uh, what I also love with them is that they listen to you. Like uh, when I told them, ah, oh, this uh, is not a very fit or uh, they really listen to me and they try to change their product. So that's very interesting. Yeah. Just seeing their shoes and pictures of their shoes, I feel that I would like them too. I like the shape of them. Um, mm. And it looks like the tread is nice for the type of races. We like just faster racing. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. I mean, that's head to toe. And that's the only all women's team that I know of in our sport. And so that's mm. incredibly cool that they're investing in women. Uh, yeah. And it's cool that they're maybe they're starting with France or going to stay in France. Um but yeah, if I was a young girl or new young girls, I'd, I'd put Kip Run in front of them. I also just have to call out. I thought it was super smooth when you finished MCC and you like lifted your yeah. bib <laughs> to show Kip Run. I was like, I need to do something like that just to rep, <laughs> rep the brand. <laughs> this was a total improvisation. Like I was in the race and I was thinking, what could I do to show Kipran? Because uh, they will announce on uh, UTMB that uh, Evadict is now Kipran. And so I had the, the belt and I told me, oh, it could be a good idea. And so at the end, I did this. People were like, uh, oh, she showed her sponsor, etc. And uh, the, the girl who do the photos for us, she was embarrassed because she told me, uh, good idea, but we wanted to uh, to tell it uh, like <laughs> another day of the week. <laughs> I was a little bit uh, too early to announce uh, that. So it was a little proof. <laughs> I thought it was cool. <laughs> yeah, a little teaser. That's amazing. Um, well, it has been amazing having you today. Thank you so much for joining us on the Sub Hub. Um, yeah. Thank you. It was a real pleasure. Yeah, I hope you have a nice break. Congrats on an awesome season. <laughs> Thank you. This has been the Sub Hub brought to you by Free Trail.